the SD Podcast Channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. Hi guys, it's Angel, and this is episode 9 of Cooking with Angel. In this segment, the long-awaited Italian week is in. In it, I make my own pasta sauce or gravy, as it's often called, meatballs from scratch, and quick and easy cannolis. Enjoy the show, and buon appetito! Hi guys, it's Angel, and this is Italian Week at Cooking with Angel, I'm part of the SMB podcast channel as well. So thank you if you're watching or if you're listening, I really appreciate it. I know some friends have been looking forward to the Italian Week episode. Um, it's been long overdue, I guess, but I just wanted to make sure I, I got it right for you guys and, um, you know, I felt comfortable doing it. Plus, we had a bunch of guests. So um, in any case, today we're going to do some spaghetti and meatballs um, and also I'm going to make some uh, really quick and easy cannolis. So I've never made the cannolis before but I got this really good recipe online and um, <clears throat> I'll share it with you guys as well and uh, I think it's going to be really good. I did attempt to make my own pasta and it wasn't bad like it tasted good it was right but unfortunately it didn't really have um like the right shape so it didn't look the way that it should hey lovey it's so good to see you guys on here um okay so the cannoli was something that i added last minute because i wanted to make a dessert but i wanted to do something italian and i know that like some people don't like tiramisu because it tastes like coffee it has the espresso and taste to it as well so um, I decided to do cannoli um, I'm gonna start with that only because um, it has to be refrigerated for a while before you can fill the shells and I didn't buy cannoli shells what I bought was actually I'm gonna show you what it is I have it in the freezer right here it's this these are the puff pastry shells um, Pepperidge Farm, these are really great. I bought them by mistake and I used them. I made like a guava with like a cream cheese um, top filling. I did post that on the page. Hey Isaac and Lillian. And um, they were delicious. So what I'm gonna do is since they were so good, I really enjoyed them. I'm gonna put the cannoli filling inside of this, which is super fast and easy. You could also buy cannoli shells already made or you can make them yourself if you know that's your thing but this is what we're gonna do today okay so for the cannoli cream recipe it's something that it says it's only gonna take about five minutes to make so we'll see about that <laughs> but in any case these are the items here that we need it's gonna be a half a cup of whipping cream a 15 ounce container of ricotta cheese strained powdered sugar is half a cup half a teaspoon of vanilla, a quarter teaspoon of ground cinnamon, and a third cup of mini dark chocolate chips. So the first thing we're gonna do is get a bowl and then we're gonna put in 
Well, actually, the first thing we're going to do is strain the ricotta. That's what it says to do first. So, all we're going to use is this kind of strainer. Hey, Kayla. Which, you can, you know, just sit it in the bowl as long as there is some distance between the bottom of the bowl and the actual strainer. And I'm going to use a similar one um, for the powdered sugar as well. So we sift it using these kinds of things. Okay, so here's the ricotta cheese. Okay, this is my first time making this. So if it tastes bad, I'll let you know. <laughs> but it should be good. It looked like a really good easy recipe. So we're just going to strain this guy first. I'll just rinse this. Okay. So, I'm going to pour it right into the strainer, and then I'm going to use my spatula, if any of it is, well, actually, it all came out really, really good. Great. Now, I'm just going to push this down into here. I'm going to use the bowl to help me. And the reason that we're straining this first, hey, Marisol, Dios te bendiga también, thank you. Um, and Bobby, hello. Okay, so the reason we're gonna strain this first is so that it's actually like more of a creamy consistency, not too watery for the cannoli filling. And um, I'm just gonna push down like this with the spatula to get whatever liquid I can get out of here. And this is just the regular ricotta made with whole milk. Um, we're gonna let it sit for a little bit too and hopefully some more of the fluid will come out during that time okay then the other thing we're gonna make is sauce from scratch Italian um, sauce and we're gonna make um, meatballs from scratch which is great I love making my own meatballs um, you could add if you wanted to different kinds of meat you could use this recipe for like a turkey ground turkey ground chicken if you don't eat beef I'm gonna use beef um, you could add some pork to it if you wanted to to the beef um, pork and beef are used a lot together in Italian cooking so you could do that as well I am not Italian um, I'm half Spaniard and half Puerto Rican but I did grow up with my godmother for a few years of my life and she's half Italian and um, she had some really good friends from Italy and we used to go over sometimes to their house and watch them cook and things like that and so I picked up a couple of tricks along the way so I'm going to share those with you today okay so the ricotta is just hanging out pretty much not a lot of liquid came out actual ricotta came out so that's not very good <laughs> that's not what we want so what I'm going to do is I'm going to just put the rest of the ricotta back in here and I'm going to let it sit by itself for a little while and then maybe some of the fluid will come out on its own doing that. Okay, so I'm just going to throw these guys back on here. Hey, love. Okay, so I'm just going to push it down a little bit and maybe some of the liquid will come out on its own while we're waiting. Okay, so in the bowl, you're going to add the cream. The cream is heavy whipping cream. They sell this at the supermarket. You can use this if you like to make your own whipped cream. And it's just going to be half a cup. So I'm going to use my glass bowl here so that it's not like super loud, even though it'll probably still be loud. And I'm going to whip it until it has peaks, which 
the reason they want you to use like the mixer, the hand mixer, or uh, if you have like the KitchenAid mixer or something like that, is because it is hard to make uh, whipped cream by hand, you know. All right, so we're gonna do half a cup. Where are you? Ah, here we go. And for me, I like to jump around the kitchen doing different things to try to help make sure everything's done at the same time. So I'm gonna make this and then I'm gonna put it in the fridge um, for dessert. This is the canola filling. Okay, and that way, hopefully it'll be nice and cool. The pastry shells, I believe, take 18 minutes to cook and then you gotta cool them and then you can fill them up. So you got a lot, probably like 20, 25 minutes at least for that. Okay, and let me just cover this meat here. Okay, now we got this in here. I'm going to um, put this all the way on high, but I'm gonna do it gradually. And you're gonna wanna put it in first before you start the mixing because you don't want it to splatter everywhere. <laughs> the powdered sugar the vanilla and the cinnamon this already sounds fantastic all right so the ricotta is already hanging out the powdered sugar is gonna be a half a cup so I have a measuring cup somewhere here let me just clean this out a little bit So 
I'm very excited to announce that next week we're going to have um, a special guest, my friend Carmen, and she's going to do some um, Chinese food with us. And we're going to do veggie fried rice and also um, chicken and broccoli and um, bubble tea. So I'm really excited about that. I actually haven't had Chinese food in a really long time because of all this um, quarantine stuff. And I believe all of the Chinese restaurants in my area had closed because the main um, like manufacturing area for them was no longer working. So um, they didn't have any supplies. Hey Chris, hey Jonathan. So good to see you guys on here. So okay, I'm gonna put the half a cup of powdered sugar in here. This is the cannoli filling. Oops, that's a lot. Okay, there we go, that's good. And then I'm gonna put in the vanilla, which is half a teaspoon. I have my little, these guys are really good. They're very helpful. So half a teaspoon of vanilla. Where's my vanilla? It's right here. I'm gonna mix it up. I always mix it, I don't know why. Probably something I picked up along the way. Okay, so there we go, very nice. That goes right in there. And then we're gonna add the cinnamon, which is a quarter teaspoon of ground cinnamon. I don't know if I have a quarter teaspoon one here. So I'm just gonna dry this up and then I'm gonna add half of this for the cinnamon, which is really not a lot. It's just like a little tiny bit. I'll do this over the sink real quick. Okay, that looks about right. You can see, I'm gonna throw that guy in there, okay. And then we're gonna do, okay, so we have the ricotta cheese, the powdered sugar, the vanilla, and the cinnamon. All right, cool. So I'm gonna put in the ricotta cheese right now. And I don't know if any of the fluid came out. Yes, it did, which is really nice. So that's good, I'm just gonna give it a little squeeze. Some of the water from the ricotta came out, so that was really good that we just let it hang out for a little bit. Okay, dump it in there. It's still a little wet, but this has to be um, refrigerated for a while before we can use it. So I think when it refrigerates, it actually starts to um, harden up a little bit. Okay, so in the same mixing bowl, add the ricotta cheese, powdered sugar, vanilla, and cinnamon. Mix on medium speed until well combined, about one minute. Then fold in, oh whoops. <laughs> I already added the whipped cream. Okay, well, let's see how this works. Okay, let's do this by itself. This is why it's good to do things, you know, before you do it live. But that's okay. This is fine. Don't worry. It'll be, it'll be good. Oh, my God. Okay. so funny. the show is hilarious. I always have like the best intentions of it being like really serious <laughs> and it ends up being I love Lucy. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just who I am as a person in general. All right. 
has to be a minute. I don't know if a minute has gone by yet though. Okay. I'm gonna say that that was about a minute. About. Okay, now we need a third of a cup of mini dark chocolate chips, which I have here. Hey, Jim. Okay, so a third of a cup. Let's see. I'm gonna open this and they're all gonna go flying. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm opening the bag of chocolate chips. Let's see. Oh no, I did it. Yay. Okay, a third. <laughs> third cup. Okay. If nothing else, it's entertaining, right? I mean, <laughs> there we go. And they don't have to be like chopped up or anything. Okay, done. Done with this adventure. And then you put them in and then just mix them. And then this goes in the fridge for, it says two hours, but why would I? <laughs> Why would I listen to the directions? I'm going to put it in for as long as I like to put it in, I guess. Hey, Kayla. Um, so I'll probably put it in the fridge for like an hour while everything else is cooking because that's just the way I roll. All right, so I'm going to fold in the chocolate chips. I really wonder how this tastes. So I'm just going to mix it all up and then I'm going to taste it. I'm sure it'll taste, you know, a little bit better, different once it's cold in the fridge. Okay, let's try it. It's very good. I'm amazed. It's actually delicious. So <laughs> I shouldn't say I'm amazed, right? I knew it was going to be good. There you go. Okay, this is done. And I'm going to cover it with some plastic wrap and throw it in the fridge. Hang on one second. Okay. Next thing we're going to need is the sauce. Because the sauce takes a long time. Um... Like I said, I tried to make the pasta yesterday and I was able to make the dough, um, but I didn't have anything to really shake it with. So I think that maybe if I had, I don't know if you guys have seen that show, Pasta Grannies. Hey Jared, how you doing? Um, I don't know, have you guys seen that show, Pasta Grannies? Um, they show a lot of grandmas who make their own pasta and they make all different kinds. And what they do is they usually have like a mold or some kind of cutting mechanism. So like if you're making, let's say, ravioli or something like that, that you're going to use a, a pastry cutter. So I didn't have that actually. And then I didn't have the ricotta cheese until today. So it was the whole thing. But I would love to make pasta for you guys one day and and for my family as well and i'm hoping that once i do that i'll be able to sneak in my kids are not here so i can say this i can sneak in some vegetables into the pasta and they won't know right now we use the veggie pasta um the one that you buy at the store but i think even if you wanted to save money let's say and make your own pasta at home it's really inexpensive because all you need is the flour an egg and some water maybe a little olive oil if you want and so let me show you the dough that i actually wound up with it was very big i ate some and then we wound up with 
having a fiasco where I had to throw some away. But <laughs> I digress. So the pasta, it does look like this. This is the dough. You have to take, let's say I made it on the um, counter here. So what I did was I cleaned it, I washed it and everything, the granite top. And then um, I took the flour, I put it on the top and then I put an egg inside. And then I put, um, so I had some water next to me. And so what you're gonna do is you're gonna mix the water and the egg and the flour together until it's not sticky. That's what they told me, you know, when I was watching, <laughs> that's what they told me when I was watching Pasta Grannies. So um, you're gonna knead it with the heel of your hand and then add more flour as necessary. You put it in a bowl and cover it for half an hour and then you can use it. And what I realized after covering it um, and putting it in the bowl for half an hour is that it, it, I think the gluten develops and it becomes very soft and more pliable. So what I did was I rolled it out using the rolling pin and then I cut it into slices to make it into spaghetti. And that's where everything fell apart. Like it just got really ugly. Um, I added some more flour to it, but it didn't work out. So in any case, I'm gonna wind up trying to do that again another day, but today is not that day. All right, so let's do the sauce. So for the sauce, I always like to do the sauce before I do the meat because I like it to simmer for a long time before, you know, anything else. So we don't need any of this. First thing you're gonna do is you're gonna get an onion and some garlic and we're gonna put it in a saucepan with some olive oil. I got this really cute little bottle of olive, um, can of olive oil. I really thought this was cute. It's um, La Spaniola, which, you know, is really cute because I'm half Spaniard. So I was like, oh, yay. So anyway, I'm gonna use this oil for the first time ever. So hopefully, I'm sure it's fine, but hopefully it's good. All right, I'm gonna take the um, garlic and the onions and we're gonna use this to make the sauce. This is um, peeled tomatoes in juice with basil leaf. And um, there is actually a recipe on here. And it's their organic marinara sauce. You take four tablespoons of olive oil, uh, garlic clove, chili peppers chopped, the can of this, quarter cup of parsley chopped, and two basil leaves. So you could do that as well if you prefer. Um, but I'm gonna show you how I do it. So I'm gonna take the, cl the clove of garlic and I'm just gonna mince it. Here we go. Hope everybody's having a beautiful day. Here in Florida, it is super duper hot. We're like in full summertime swing here. It's raining like every day and um, just really, really hot. Let's see if I mixed any um, comments or anything like that. Let's see. Okay. All right, cool. Very good. Okay, so I'm just gonna mince it very small, as small as you can. This is gonna just become part of the sauce. You're not gonna eat, feel chunks of it or anything like that. Okay, so as tiny, tiny, tiny as you can without you know, obviously cutting your fingers. Hey, Angelica. Okay. Just chopping it up. Boom, boom, boom. Small, small, small. Like teeny tiny pieces. 
This is probably too big. Okay, like like that. That's that's how I do it. I guess everybody has their own way, but this I'm showing you my way. Alright, so I'm gonna put that aside. Then we're gonna take the onion. I'm gonna do probably half an onion. So we're gonna use the onion as well and the garlic as well for the meatballs. Okay, so I'm gonna just cut the onion in half. I don't know if I told you guys, I think I did, but I don't know if everybody has seen that episode. Um, I saw how Gordon Ramsay cuts an onion, which I really like his way of doing it. So I'm gonna show you. You're just gonna cut off this little top here and peel off the skin. I usually peel off like a whole layer of the onion and then peel it up to the root and then you're going to slice the onion with the grain like this and then you're going to cut the middle of it in thirds on a diagonal and then chop up the onion. And what that does is that it kind of holds it in place for you. So we're gonna do one cut diagonally across the top towards the root, and then another one. And if you find these pieces still to be too big, that's okay. You can obviously continue to chop, but that's what I like to do now. I find it much easier. I actually wound up cutting an onion the other day, my old way, you know, just was like that, um, muscle memory, I guess, and it wound up being a lot more difficult than this. So I was like, oh man, that really does work. Okay, so even half an onion might be a little bit more than what we need, but we like onions in my house, so it's probably fine. Okay, there we go. So I'm just gonna chop it again a little bit, a little rough chop, get the skin out of there. Let's go. Okay, there we go. Okay, so we have one in, half an onion, this is a big onion, half an onion and one clove of garlic. And I'm gonna actually take out some of the onion. So I would say probably like a quarter of a large onion, half a smaller onion, okay? And I'm gonna get a nice big pot because we have quite a bit. This is um, 28 ounces of tomatoes. So this is a lot of sauce. So I have this pot, which is probably the perfect size. And I'm going to, I'm not going to rinse it <laughs> because then it's going to have water in it and it's going to go crazy. So I, I know it's washed. I'm just going to wipe it a little bit though because of neuroses. And then I'm going to put some olive oil in there. Okay. Let's see. This is really cute. This little jar of olive oil. This little tin. I don't know if you guys are like me. I always wind up wanting to keep these things and then trying to find a purpose for them like oh this is so cute like i don't want to throw it out and i don't know anyway all right so let's pour some oil in here come on let's see if, if this doesn't work oh duh. there we go we had to turn it okay so i'm gonna just coat the bottom with some olive oil i guess that would be they said four tablespoons of olive oil. That's about right. And I'm just going to show you what it looks like. Okay, and the olive oil gives it a really nice flavor too. Okay, so it's just like probably a quarter cup of olive oil. 
maybe less, a little bit less. Okay, I'm gonna put it on medium heat. And then once it's hot, then I'll add these guys together. The other things that I'm gonna put in there because I have them and um, they really do make a difference are um, fresh parsley, Parmesan cheese, um, and I'm also gonna put in some basil leaves and some oregano, a little black pepper. You don't have to put so many things in there if you don't have that many seasonings. Um, there's also an Italian seasoning that they sell. You could put that in there as well. Um, that's basically all of these things. So I have the fresh Italian parsley. I'm just gonna chop it up. I really love the way the parsley tastes with the meatballs. Um, so if you can get the fresh parsley, it's really good with the beef. Um, and pork, too. I don't know about the chicken, but I would imagine it'll probably be just as good. And the turkey. Okay, so this smells really great. I'm just going to chop it up small. Okay, there we go. Just waiting for the oil to heat up a little. Okay, hey Sandra. Nice to see everybody on here. Okay, so, so far we have onion, we have garlic, we have parsley. Okay, and then we're going to do some salt for sure, the basil, and the oregano. If for whatever reason, like if you wind up finding that your sauce tastes a little bit sour, sometimes that happens, um, you could put a little bit of sugar in it. That's a little hack that somebody taught me like many years ago. I know people don't usually like to put sugar in their um, pasta sauce, but you could do it if it has like a weird flavor and it'll really help it a lot. Okay, so by now should be hot. So I'm gonna go ahead and put in the um, onions and garlic. Okay, and it should sizzle hopefully. Okay, I'm gonna let it cook for a little bit. They say that when the onions are um, translucent, then I can hear it sizzling. When the onions are translucent, then it's ready. And then you can put in the tomato sauce with everything else. Okay, so while that's doing its thing, Basically what we're gonna do is the meatballs. And for me, just the general rule of thumb, what I like to do when I'm cooking is I like to put um, whatever seasoning I have in one part of the dish into the rest of the dish. So um, let's say, hey Chris, let's say I'm making pasta sauce and then I'm making the meatballs. I'm gonna try to mirror similar, if not exactly the same seasonings in both. So that it, the flavors kind of unify and, and it makes the dish more like uniform so I have my meat here and I really do like to make my own I make my own hamburgers usually as well um, I just feel like the, the flavor is a little bit better if you do it yourself all right and these guys are doing their thing here Again, once they're see-through, then I can add the sauce. All right, so what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do them on the side. If I use some of this chopped up onion for inside the meatballs, as well as some another clove of garlic, I'm gonna put it inside the meat and some parsley. So let's see. I want it to be really small though, the onions that are gonna go inside the meatballs because that way they get like cooked inside the meat and it actually tastes really, really good together. It's kind of like my secret 
So I'm just chopping them all up. Boom, boom, boom. And again, if you're just joining me, next week is gonna be um, an Asian week. We're gonna do uh, chicken with broccoli, veggie fried rice, and um, boba tea, the bubble tea. So that is gonna be really fun. My friend Carmen is gonna show us how to make all of that. I don't know how to do any of those things. So um, I bought a wok many years ago. I've never, well, I've used it like once or twice. And um, so that'll be really fun. I get to use it for the first time living here in Florida. So, okay, so there you go. These guys are doing their thing. And I'm gonna pour in the sauce. Yeah, you hear it? It's like, because it has to cool it down a little bit. Okay, now, I bought uh, tomatoes. You could also buy crushed tomatoes, that's a lot easier. But the ones that I got, got were whole peeled tomatoes. So that means that they have to be chopped up in a way. Um, you could use a potato masher if you have one. That's very easy to use. Um, you could also use a knife to slice it up into little pieces, which is what I'm going to wind up doing because I don't have um, the potato masher available. Okay, so just gonna, they're very, very soft. So it's not like hard to cut them at all. You're just going to slice right through them. And then we'll add the seasoning and then we'll cover it and we'll put it on like a little more than a simmer. I would say less than medium for sure. And then just um, stir it every now and then. If you have plenty of time and you, you know, want to, you could cook this for like up to two hours. There's people that put meat in it also when they're cooking it, but I, um, I'm not going to be doing that. This is going to be vegetarian, the pasta sauce, because I'm going to um, finish cooking it over the meatballs and also leave some for my mom because she's pescatarian. So that way she can eat with us also. And for dinner tonight, because I made the cannoli filling and I'm going to make those pastry shells with the cannolis, um, I'm going to wind up not making pasta for dinner. I'm going to make zoodles, which is the zucchini just spiralized. Um, it's just, you know, like little zoodles with the sauce. Okay, so that's enough. It doesn't have to be completely chopped up because because of the heat and um, the time that it's going to be there, it's going to just, I want to say this, I said say because that's the word in Spanish. It's a little like um, disintegrate. It'll disintegrate. So I'm adding the parsley just a little bit. This is like too much, probably like this much. This, I would say, is probably like half a tablespoon of parsley that I just added. And then I'm going to add two tablespoons of uh, Parmesan cheese. That gives it a really nice flavor. And then I'm going to add, I have this really cool jar of sweet basil and oregano. I'm going to do some of both. And you would say like, oh, why don't you just buy the sauce yourself, you know? But honestly, I think there's nothing like making your own sauce. Like for me anyway, I grew up eating homemade sauce. I actually grew up with attitude about store-bought sauce. Like, oh my gosh, this, you're eating store-bought sauce. Like I can't even believe it, you know? But that's a cultural thing, I think, like hanging out with Italians from Italy and stuff. So, and it's not that hard to do, so. 
they kind of probably wondering like why would you even buy sauce but being a mom and having a really picky kid we did find one sauce that my son really loves so i do usually just buy that one but when it's us i like to make my own sauce so i'm gonna put in probably like a quarter of a teaspoon of pepper black pepper and then i'm gonna put in a little bit of crushed red pepper it's not gonna be spicy it's just gonna really kick it up a little bit so just a sprinkle you're not gonna really even taste it okay and then i always use the wooden spoon when i'm doing my italian cooking it helps um, keep things from sticking to the bottom of the pan all right so this is what it looks like i'm going to show you and again there's various things in here if you don't have them all that's okay you don't have to use them if you do that's fantastic if there's certain things that you love that you want to add in here by all means make it your own and this could be a recipe you pass down to your family but it just so you know it's super duper easy i don't want you to feel intimidated to make it i think there you go okay so let's go back to that okay so this guy is just going to move to the back burner, literally. And I'll put it on medium only because it's a smaller burner. If I find that it's bubbling like too fast, then I'm going to lower it. You want it to kind of simmer for a while. And again, if you have a sour taste or something like that, you can put a little bit of sugar in it. Just don't tell anybody that you did that. Nobody Italian can know because they'll be like, what? Are you kidding? Okay, so I got the meat here. And I have some parsley. I'm going to add a little bit more parsley. Okay. Hey, Chris. Nice to see you. Another Chris on here, too. Okay, guys. So, I'm going to just chop up the rest of this parsley, take out the stems. I also have um, dried parsley that I use sometimes in the meat. Hey, Omar. Um, just because sometimes I prefer to do it and I don't always have fresh parsley in the house so the dried parsley works just as good okay so there we go and it doesn't have to be Italian parsley either regular parsley tastes good too all right so I got the onion I got the parsley I need um, some another clove of garlic which I have right here and I like to also mince this garlic as well I like it to be very small there we go and I'm gonna transfer my uh, defrosted meat to a bigger bowl. So just so you know, um, sometimes when I make like Mexican or some kind of meat sauce, let's say, I can get away without defrosting the meat. I can just, you know, cook it as it goes and starts to defrost and stuff like that. But when you're making the meatballs, because you're gonna be, um, you know, shaping and forming it and stuff like that, you really want it to be completely defrosted if possible just makes it that much easier okay so there we go to me this is like super you know like a uh, muscle memory at this point hey Chelsea okay so I'm minced up the garlic Chelsea is gonna be um, visiting us with her husband Izzy so I'm already thinking like recipes and stuff like that like okay what are we gonna make you know stuff like that so that'll be really fun and I asked her to make something for us as well. She makes a really delicious um, turkey taco dip, like ground turkey. Um, 
I got the recipe from her and I made it for my job when I was working at um, Lockheed Martin. And honestly, there were people who were like, oh, you gotta make that again. When are you gonna make that? You know, so that is definitely a hit. And I was, I asked her if she'll make it for me. She said yes. So I'm really excited about that. Um, okay, so here we go. So I'm just going to transfer all the meat that's defrosted into the bowl. Then I'm going to do this onion that I have here, the parsley that I have, and the garlic. Here, let's clean this up a little bit. Just make like life easier. Okay, there we go. Then what we're gonna do is add an egg, just a whole egg. What the egg does is that it helps the meatballs to bind together. So I always add. I just throw it right in there, actually, right in there. Okay, we don't need this knife. Just rinse my hands real quick. And then I'm gonna add my breadcrumbs. I would say about half a cup of breadcrumbs, and this is about a pound and a half of ground beef. So let's see. Breadcrumbs, half a cup. These are already seasoned. This is Italian seasoned breadcrumbs. And the good thing about the breadcrumbs is not only that it gives flavor to the meatballs, but it also makes it stretch. So if you wanted to add, let's say, you know, a couple of people to the dinner table, you don't have to worry so much, you know? All right, so the egg is in here. The breadcrumbs, I just get in there with my hands. Um, I'm gonna throw in some basil. Oops. Sprinkle of basil. I would say probably half a tablespoon of basil. It really just gives such a nice flavor to the meat and then you're gonna add some parmesan cheese to this also and again we're just repeating the, the ingredients again here we go okay that's like a tablespoon and a half of cheese it's gonna be delicious let me tell you this comes out fantastic and if you have the italian seasoning you could add that as well i mean there's really not much that you could put in here to make it taste bad. Some people add um, fennel. That gives it a different taste, but it's also very good, especially if you like fennel um, with meat. And there we go. I'm just mixing it so that it's all uniform. And then I'm just gonna roll them into little balls. I'm gonna put them in the frying pan. And then, when I was watching the pasta grannies, they were frying the meatballs with, um, regular vegetable oil, which I thought was interesting because I've only ever fried them with olive oil. But I guess, you know, they're the experts. <laughs> so we could do it with uh, vegetable oil. You don't want to put too much oil in there. And the only reason I say that is we're going to put the um, sauce directly into the meatballs to continue cooking them. So you don't want it to be very oily, your sauce. Okay, so here we go. Alright, I'm going to go ahead and preheat the oven for the pa uh, pastry shells so that I could show you how those look when they're done cooking as well. Um, and again, I like to cook everything like 
at the same time to be ready for the same time so um, you don't have to do that if you don't feel comfortable doing that but that's what I like to do so I just want it all to be done so I can eat <laughs> this is what the meat looks like so everything's incorporated in there and let me just wash my hands and then I'm going to take out the pastry shells I'll show you what they look like too pastry shells again I used these before um, for I would say a Puerto Rican dessert which was the guava on the bottom and then this cream cheese mixture that had um, sugar and vanilla in it if you want you can look at my page or um, you know like the cooking with angel page and it has the recipe there as well okay so these are the shells they're really cute. I actually bought these by mistake. I meant to buy uh, pastry sheets, but the supermarket didn't have them. So this actually turned out to be a really happy accident for me. And when we opened them, my mom and I were like, what is this? Uh, didn't really understand how it worked because what's going to wind up happening, it's going to puff up all around. And then let me just get this together. The middles fall out. So, okay, this is what happens here. Okay, so it looks like this sheet. It looks like it looks like crackers to me. Honestly, it does. There's six of them in here. Oh, this one is a little bit messed up. And what you do is, they're floured. Um, you just separate them. The part that has the perforation here in the middle, that goes up. And then. Wow, the sauce smells good already. Okay, so we have six. I kind of separate them. And we have to preheat the oven to 425. Okay, let's do that. Okay, this is going crazy, so I'm gonna lower it a little and give it a little stir. Because it's boiling and bubbling and doing all kinds of stuff, which is good. But again, you want it to be more of like a simmer. So, then I just I lowered it. There we go. Now it's just bubbling a little bit. I might lower it even more because it was really hot. I'm going to take it off the burner for a minute and then if it gets too, 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 too hot, it's going to have almost like a sour taste. But you don't want that. All right. So, the other thing you could use these for that it says is chicken pot pie I could see that um what's gonna happen is the outside is gonna puff up and become taller and then the inside is gonna be empty so you could really fill it with anything you want if you wanted to fill it with something savory like chicken pot pie that's fine if you wanted to fill it with something sweet you could do that as well so these are really cool I like them a lot and I found them by mistake so look at that okay so that's going to preheat to 425 and then we'll pop them in once that happens. The next thing we're going to do is we're going to take our trusty cutting board and we're going to roll these guys out in these balls. I'm going to try to make them all the same size if possible because that way they cook evenly. And then we're going to fry them in the oil 
and brown them. And they're gonna continue to cook with the sauce. So it's actually really delicious, especially when they're cooking with the sauce. Okay, so here we go. This is good, like the next day, I think it tastes even better sometimes because it's like um, the flavors kind of are married to each other. And I think most things taste better the following day. I found this recipe for um, coquito cheesecake which I put on my um, Cooking with Angel page on Facebook, and it sounds fantastic. So I definitely want to try making that as well. And um, one of the things the lady was saying was, if you can, make it the day before because it tastes much better um, once it's been the second day. All right, so we're just taking these out, same amounts, and just rolling them into a little ball. And then we're gonna, once they're all done, line them in the pan you don't want them to get too close to each other um you could also make meat sauce in a similar way and i usually do that like let's say for example the meat is not defrosted so what i do is i just put the meat in the pan and then let it soften up and then um you could put water in it to separate it my friend mercedes told me about that and what you do is you add water and then it kind of like starts to separate and then you stir it and that's really cool too. So those are different things you could do. Like let's say you wanna have Italian but your beef is not defrosted or whatever meat is not defrosted yet. You could put it in the pan first. And then once it gets softer, then you add the seasonings and everything else and the sauce and stuff like that. But you could let it defrost in the pan or you could just defrost it in the microwave if that's you know something that you like. I'm just, I'm not a big fan of the microwave so I tried to find alternatives. Okay, so as you can see, this is a lot of meatballs. Um, this is gonna be definitely leftovers for us. And right now I have 14. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. And you could freeze them after you cook them if you wanted to. Um, there's like a whole bevy of things that you could do. It's, you know, make it your own, absolutely. Um, I know some people like lamb, like if you wanted to do like a ground lamb, I, it's just endless. So, but the point I think is to not be afraid to do it. And I think a lot of times, like for me, if I have never made something, I'm already like afraid to make it, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to come out so bad. And this has really been an opportunity for me to say like, okay, I'm going to try it, you know? So yesterday I made my own pasta. Was it a success? Some might say no, um, but we ate it, it tasted good. It was just ugly. So, you know, it's just a matter of really like, you know, doing your thing to it and kind of making it your own, let's say. Okay, so we're almost done here. All right, we're just rolling and rolling. If you're just joining us, um, we have a ton of stuff in these meatballs. Uh, we have Parmesan cheese, garlic, onions, um, breadcrumbs, an egg, pepper, salt, um, basil, oregano, fresh parsley, um, just all kinds of stuff. So, and again, put in what you have. If you don't have it, that's okay. All right, so here we go. They had this thing, one of the pasta grannies, and she had like three ingredients in her spaghetti sauce. And she's like, yeah, this is what we call simple sauce. And that was it. It was like um, a couple of leaves of basil, tomatoes, like the tomatoes that I'm using, the crushed, I mean the peeled tomatoes, sorry. And then she had some Parmesan cheese and pepper. 
black pepper. And that was it. That was the whole sauce. So, you know, I think we shouldn't be afraid to experiment, you know, with food, of course. All right, let me wash my hands again. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna wash my hands again. Hold on, it's okay. A lot of washing because of all the eggs and the meat and things like that. And then I'm just gonna use a regular skillet and then some olive oil. Because that's how I'm used to doing it. But if you want to use vegetable oil or any other kind of oil, that's, you know, up to you. Whatever you prefer. Okay, so I'm just going to put my skillets on here. My husband always calls it a skillet. I call it a frying pan. And then I'm going to put in some olive oil because that's how I do. And that's how I grew up making this. And we'll heat it up. And once it's hot, then we can put these guys in. And we're going to roll them around a little bit. And then um, they'll be, you know, cooking and stuff like that. And then we'll put the sauce in it and then we'll cover it. So very soon, the um, pastry shells are going to beep. And then we'll put those in. And I believe it's for 18 minutes. So, and then we'll put in the um, cream once they've cooled a little bit later. So the other thing I'm going to make with this is the zoodles. Uh, we're going to make pasta, but I think the zoodles are better, honestly, because we're going to be eating dessert and, you know, like, I'd rather save the carbs for the dessert. So, okay, here we go. Okay. Where did I put those? Okay, one second. We got the... If you've never had the zoodles before, um, we actually wound up having them. Oh, my husband says it's a skillet. That's so funny. Um, if you we've never had these before, um, they're super duper easy to make. I bought a spiralizer, and um, that's been really really helpful because before I was just peeling them with an actual like uh, veggie peeler and that takes a really long time. So I'm just gonna rinse these off and then I'm gonna get a big bowl and a spiralizer and I'll show you how to do that, okay? And we're gonna peel them, uh, we're gonna spiralize them, you know, skin and all, that's fine. When you're doing the veggie peeler, they say not to use the, sh the seeds, but for the spiralizer, I find that it's all really incorporated in here. Okay. So, I like to just chop off the tops of them. We get a nice big bowl. And here we go. Oh, yum. Lillian says she usually makes meatball heroes with the leftover meatballs and the melted cheese is always delicious. Yes, I totally agree. I love um, to do that. I actually like to make sandwiches with my leftovers all the time, um, usually like the next day. I made um, that roasted chicken last week and what I wound up doing was, me. oh, I'm sorry, the oil is ready. Uh, what, it's like popping. What I wound up doing was um, making sandwiches with, it's gonna be really hot. Okay, with the chicken that was left over. So it had like onions in it, it had peppers in it, it had a whole bunch of stuff in it. 
and um, I heated it back up. I put it in a skillet with a little oil, heated it back up, put some garlic powder on it, and then I took Italian bread and I stuck it in the oven with some um, mozzarella cheese, and then that melted really nice. And then, you know, I put the, the chicken on it. So um, that's also good with the meat. Like if you want to make sandwiches from that, that's really good too. And with the chicken like we made last time, um, chicken salad is very nice as well. Like if you pick the meat off the bones and then mix it with some seasoning and mayonnaise, that makes a really nice salad um, cold too. So I used to make that a lot as well. Okay, so that's doing its thing. And right now, just gonna cook those real quick and let them brown on all sides. And then I'll add the sauce and let it cook with the sauce. Okay, let's see. I want to use something like this because um, with the wood, it's hard to get it off with the stainless steel to get the meat up if, if it does stick on any sides. And then I'm going to put these guys in here. These are the puff pastry shells. Two minutes. Soft starts to cook again. Timer. I'm just gonna lift them up and roll them a little bit. And that way they get brown on all sides. I don't want them to burn, I just want them to be browned all the way around. And then you can, once they get brown on all sides, you can kind of roll them around a little bit and cook them that way, and then put the sauce in it. And again, this is something that you could freeze. So if you make too many meatballs, you can freeze them. Um, you could freeze cooked food for up to three months. That's the longest that it can be frozen. I looked that up. Okay, so just turning the meatballs. There we go. Okay. This smells fantastic. Like I just, this is bad. I'm like, I just want to eat them. <laughs> but I guess that's a good thing, right? Okay. This is really like a foolproof recipe, honestly. Super easy. It's a little time consuming, but if you prepare them in advance and freeze them, you can make them that way too. Some people like to food prep for the week, you know? So this is something that will hold up for sure. And like Lillian said, you could eat them different ways. And if you get tired of them as meatballs, you could chop them up and put them over like pasta, or rice or veggies you know so there's like a million things you could do here okay so I'm just trying to keep them from sticking and also from falling apart but the egg I find really helps to keep them from falling apart there we go okay so I'm just turning them and again I just want them to be browned all the way around Nice and toasty. Okay. This oil is like a little bit too hot. I'm going to lower it a little bit. You can tell it's too hot if it starts smoking like crazy. For me anyway, with the olive oil. Wow, this smells fantastic. But then again, like how could it not, right? That's what, that's what we always say. Like how could it not smell great? It's got all this good stuff in it. 
about done here with the browning. This guy's starting to fall apart. Just gonna roll him on his side. Okay. This guy. And if little pieces come off, that's fine. You know, because it's gonna all be in the sauce anyway, and that's delicious. And I'm just gonna let it hang out for a minute. Uh, what I will do is just put it on top of, um, hey Stephanie. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna just put it all on top of the zoodles anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, but because my mom is not eating meat, I want to always try to keep separate what I'm making for her and what I'm making for the rest of the family because, and I know this, but if you don't eat meat and you wind up coming into contact with something that does have meat in it, you could get like a really bad stomach ache. So you definitely want to avoid that. So that's one thing. Okay, so it's very tempting to just put this zucchini on there, but I'm not going to do that. Okay. So again, this is the spiralizer, and I'm going to take this edge off. This is called the Vegetti, and we're going to put this right on here. This is the adapter that holds it, and then just turn. And it makes really, really good um, zoodles, and I do an episode, I did it earlier with um, zoodles that were chili, garlic, lemon, and those are really good by themselves. But these are going to take the place of the spaghetti for tonight. So, because we're going to have cannolis. And that's enough carbs and sugar and stuff. Hang on one second. Let me just flip these guys around a little bit. The flame is very low. Okay. I'm actually just going to give them another minute. And then I'm going to cover them with sauce. Keeping some sauce to the side for my mom's uh, zoodles. So, see how easy this is? Honestly, this takes so much longer if you use a vegetable peeler. But I was able to get this on Amazon. I think it was like 10 bucks, something like that. And it's super fast. And we like to eat these at home. It's like a super easy, fast side of veggies. Okay. I'm just going to make these. And I still have quite a few <laughs> meatballs left. Try to count them with my eyes, but it's not easy. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So, um, I might just save those for tomorrow. Okay, here we go. This is happening. Now, I'm going to cover these meatballs. They look beautiful. I'm going to show them to you. And then I'm going to cover them with the sauce that is simmering. Or should be simmering. Okay, there. Alright, so this is what the meatballs are looking like. They're really pretty. And they're not cooked all the way through yet. They're just browned. Like if I was to open one, they're small, but you can see that they're not fully cooked. So what we're gonna do is put some sauce on them and then continue to cook them at a slow uh, slow heat. And again, I'm trying to keep the utensils separate for the meat and the vegetarian side. Okay, let me stir this. Let's taste the sauce. Should be good. Super hot. It's good. It needs a little salt. So I'm going to just put some salt in it right now. 
and that way it can stand on its own. I have this um, Alaskan sea salt that my mom gave me, and I'm gonna just use that. There we go. Just a good pinch of salt to give it some enhancement. Um, the tomatoes have a lot of liquid in them, so it does sometimes like make the seasoning not as bright. So the salt really does help with that. Alright, give it a little stir. And then I'm going to pour it right on top of the meat. And again, I'm keeping some sauce to the side for the zoodles for my mom. And I'm not going to use that. <laughs> I'm going to use this guy. Alright, now I'm just going to mix it around. Mix it around, and the meat is going to give the sauce flavor as well, and it, and they'll give each other a really nice flavor. And this is pretty much done. So all you're going to want to do is cover it and let it simmer for a little while. And that's it. That's the whole thing of the spaghetti and meatballs situation. Everything else is just going to simmer and hang out. I'm going to show you. You can see that is covered with the sauce. Hey Jenny. And I'm just gonna cover it in really, really low heat and just let it cook. And then this is pretty much done. I'm gonna also cover it and just let it really, really low heat simmer. Like all the way low, as much as you can. Let me use a different spoon rest. Okay, there we go. And that's it. And so now we're gonna do is just take these zoodles, which I'm gonna just use my hands to do this as much easier. And then these will go in another skillet with some water and a little bit of olive oil. And they're gonna cook until they're very soft. Um, and then I'm gonna drain them and um, put them in a plate and then cover them with the different sauces. And we have about nine minutes on the pastry shells so we're gonna let them cool before putting them in the um put the filling in them the cannoli filling so and that's about it uh, another thing i like to make for like italian cooking that's super duper easier a lot easier than meatballs and tastes really delicious like people get excited about eating it is um italian sausage and the way I do it is I take the sausages, I do use vegetable oil for this. Um, I heat up the oil, I chop up an onion, I put, um, you can also chop up some peppers, which is really nice, like tri-colored peppers, sweet peppers. I like the spicy um, sausages, and what I do is I um, put them in there in the skillet with the oil, the oil's already hot, and then I let them toast on the outside. Then I take them out and I put them on a cutting board just like this. And what I do is I um, split them in half so that they're like filleted. Oops. Almost, almost lost them. Okay, so they're gonna look like this. They, they look like this originally, then they look like this. And then I cook them on both sides so that the inside is completely cooked. And then um, that's really good on sandwiches, but it's also good with spaghetti too. And um, if you use like spicy sauces, that's good. The sweet one is fine too, both. 
Either way, it's very delicious and very flavorful because the sausage is already seasoned. You don't really need to season it at all. And then you can make your sauce or use sauce or whatever. Also, for a really quick and easy like cheat, if you like um, penne alla vodka, there is a Bertoli um, penne alla vodka sauce that is like perfect. Like a restaurant flavor it's really delicious um, it's like a pink sauce the penne alla vodka Bertoli one and all I do honestly is just cook the pasta and then cover it with the sauce and people love it it's delicious you could put some um, Parmesan cheese on top perfect so those are some really good easy things garlic bread everybody loves <laughs> garlic bread if you're gonna make like a little party um, I love to do stuff like that so those are quick and easy hacks for dinner and then we have um, our cannoli stuff in the fridge so that's gonna be really delicious I'm sure and really pretty to look at so okay almost done with this guy okay here we go and you can see this is two zucchinis only and it really is just so much noodles coming out of here so and this, this is it, this is the whole thing of noodles. And this will be enough for, this is leftover. But this will be enough for my family, like my husband, my mother, and myself for dinner. So there you go. I'm just gonna take this guy. Yeah, Lillian says she does the same thing. She makes it the sausage with peppers, onions, and a little sauce. I mean, you could do it without the peppers. If you don't have peppers, that's okay. Um, little garlic, little onions, but the peppers really just makes it look pretty, you know, and um, they say that mostly we eat with our eyes anyway, so. All right, so this is what two zucchinis look like. It's a lot, you can see. And what I'll do is just put it in the skillets with some water and a little olive oil, and we can season it with some salt and pepper. Um, and like I said, the last time I made it with the lemon, garlic, and... Um, chili pepper and that was really delicious by itself but because we have the sauce already you don't have to do all of that okay so let me get the skillet going I just want to show you before we end here what the puff pastry looks like on its own so I'm gonna that'll be done in four and a half minutes okay so I actually I have um, water that I can use from the top gonna put that in there and that's about um, maybe three quarters of an inch of the skillet and then I'm gonna put these guys in here okay look at this it's so good I would have never thought I was making this see she says I love Bertoli vodka sauce too it's quick and easy and tasty you literally don't have to do anything to it I mean I'm giving away all the secrets right now but <laughs> but honestly like I've had people over before and I've made the Parmesan um, chicken that Hellman's chicken which is super duper easy and I've made the um, Bertoli vodka sauce and like a loaf of Italian bread like the Pepperidge Farm Italian bread and that's it I'm in and out of the kitchen in like 30 minutes and I have a three course meal kind of thing I mean if you want you could do salad um, I like to make there's a Caesar salad that Aldi sells, and it's the only one I found that actually I think tastes really good. Um, 
and you just literally dump all the ingredients together mix it around boom done super easy so those are things that i like to do okay let me check on these meatballs oh my gosh this is wonderful i don't know if you can see it but they're really sizzling and just put this down. okay i'm just gonna stir them and make sure they're not sticking which they aren't but just to make sure and the nice thing about making your own sauce is you can make it as chunky or as, you know, not chunky as you like. And it's pretty simple to do. Okay. So they're still cooking. They're pretty much done though. Like if you wanted to eat them, you could just cut them down the middle and that's it. She's laughing because I said I'm giving all the secrets away. It's true because now when people come over to my house for dinner, they're going to be like, you said that only takes five minutes to make, you know, like nobody's going to be impressed, but that's okay. You know, I know a lot of people are looking for quick and easy recipes to do because, you know, working and all the other bevy of things that we wind up doing all the time. Okay. So I just put some olive oil on here. I'm just going to mix it up a little bit. Give it a turn. Okay. And then some salt and pepper. Where's the pepper? Here we go. I don't know how much pepper this is. This is like, you know, as much pepper as you like. I'm just gonna cover the top with a little bit of pepper. There we go. And then we're gonna add some salt because why not? And then, here we go. Thank you for watching, Lillian. You're like such a faithful viewer. I really appreciate you. And you run the show, which was awesome. And the food that we made was delicious. I'm still thinking about it. But you want to hear something crazy? Okay, so we made the um, Tuscan chicken, right? And like, maybe a few days later, <laughs> I'm looking and I'm like, wait a minute. I don't have, um, what do we put? We're supposed to put like parsley on it or something like that. I'm like, I don't have any parsley. All I have is cilantro. I made the chicken with cilantro, believe it or not. Like, I thought it was parsley but it was not it was cilantro so it was still delicious though so there you go if you don't have parsley could definitely make it with cilantro okay so all of this is happening this is gonna cook down oh she said she loves my show yay <laughs> that's so funny I love doing this honestly I do I mean you know I'm a little low energy today I don't know why but I think maybe it's like the weather, you know, all the stuff that's going on in the world around us, which is kind of like really history making. I'm clutching my pearls. Um, <laughs> there's so many things that are happening that we're just like, wow, you know, um, and it does have an effect. It really does. But, um, you know, we just keep doing the right thing and keep moving forward and we're going to be okay. And I, and I hope that this show is kind of like a break from reality as well as being something that's like you know, educational in a way. So, all right, enough of that. <laughs> all right, so these guys are gonna be really lazy and I'm just gonna make them tomorrow. And that'll be fine. They'll be nice and fresh tomorrow. I'm just gonna pop them in here. That is the alarm for the pastry shells. I cannot wait until you guys see these. I mean, I was honestly like shocked at how they looked. So I'm just gonna put this to the side. And let me wash my hands again because I was hanging out with the meat. Okay. Just a second. 
Okay, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna turn everything off. Except for the Azoodles, because those guys are still cooking. And I'll give them a little flip. Okay, okay, come on. Okay, there we go. Let the Zoodles continue to cook. Okay, so I'm gonna get my trivet. And you're gonna be shocked and amazed. Unless you've made this before and then you're like, whatever, I've seen them. But here we go. Cover that. Oh my gosh, these little fancy oven mitts I wanted to show you guys from Sur La Table. I was like so happy with myself and this little apron. I have a beautiful vintage um, yellow lace apron that I bought, but I can't find it. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna wear it for the next show. I was trying to wash it in time, but I couldn't find it. Okay, so look at this. This is fantastic. I don't know if you can see them. They're like pastry shells. It really is. That's what they are. So they really, really puffed up on their own. And they are so cute. And then there's like this thing in the middle, which comes right out. Oops. They're super hot. Ooh. And so they look like this. Wait, <laughs> they're really hot. Like, I'm not even kidding. Um, let me use these tongs. Okay. So you can see this is what it looks like. It has a hollow um, opening in the middle. And then there's like a little bit of pastry shell on the inside. So you could really fill these with anything. You could fill them. I'm going to go cat in the hat on you. You could fill <laughs> Fill them with chicken pot pie. You could fill them with cream of spinach. You could fill them with cheesecake and guava, which is what I did the last time, which was fantastic. Or with the cannoli filling. So there's like a million things. Lillian, it's so good that you don't live close to me because we would make you super fat because <laughs> every Friday we're making like these crazy things. You'd have to be working out more than you already do probably. Because this stuff is delicious, but it's very high calorie. Okay, so what do you do with the insides? I give them to the dog. <laughs> I don't know what to do with them yet. I imagine that you could use them as like little tops if you put chicken pot pie on the inside or some kind of, I want to say soup, but that would be too wet. Maybe like, I don't know, something, and then you cover it. You could do that too, but... I give them to the dog and he's very happy with those so again this is what it looks like this one is really pretty and i'm gonna let them cool completely and then i'm gonna put the cannoli cream inside which I'm really excited about okay so the only thing left to finish here are the noodles and those cook super fast i'm like amazed that they're not done yet but that's okay there's a lot of them in here look at my dog is barking because he's like Oh my gosh. Hey, Marina, how you doing? The dog is barking because he's like, you said you were going to give me those pastry tops? Yes, I am. I am. My dog is super spoiled. He eats everything. He even likes cheese, which is crazy. But I didn't know you could give a dog cheese. And then I went to, <laughs> I went to a house party in um, my neighborhood for, what was it, uh, New Year's Eve. 
and this guy had two pit bulls. We have a pit bull. And he was giving them cheese. And I'm like, dude, you really giving the dog cheese? Like, he's going to mess up your house. And he was like, no, I give him cheese all the time. And he's totally fine. And we give the dog, not all the time, you know, you don't want him to get constipated or anything crazy like that. But a little bit of cheese here and there is delicious. She said, it all looks amazing. Yes, I would have to work out for an hour every day. Yeah, you would. You <laughs> because it's just too much. It's just too much. This food is... But we got to do something, you know, and enjoy ourselves here. Because if not, you know, what's the point? You know, you got you to gotta live life and enjoy it. I, I think so anyway. So, the meatballs are done. They are fantastic, I'm sure. Um, the pasta sauce is done. These guys are still simmering, the meatballs. Um, and then, I'll see if I can show them to you again. Let's see, without spilling them. Oh. Okay, there we go. Hmm, success. And then um, the sauce is done, and the zoodles are still cooking. But they'll cook down. They just need to soften up a bit. And I'm kind of new to making them. She said I would never turn down a delicious meal. Yes, me either. Me either. Every time I go to your house, it's like fantastic. I always enjoy myself, and I have a delicious meal. I love those... Um, chessmen pudding things that you make also that is like fantastic okay so that's pretty much it this is the whole thing what i'm gonna do um these guys are still actually they might be okay they're still a little bit hard okay um i'm gonna get the cannoli cream let's see how that's doing okay Ooh. And then I'm going to just get a really nice big Ziploc. That is a freezer one. Hey, Anna. And then I'm just going to stuff that cannoli cream in here. And then just put it right into the pastry shells. I'll do one real quick while the zoodles are cooking. Because they keep trying to not cook. I don't know why. Okay. Where's my scissors? Oh, where? oh, here we go. Okay. This is a pretty big hole, but I have an, I have an idea that this is going to be very thick. So I want to be able to, with the chocolate chips and everything, get it through. So that's almost an inch, a little bit less than an inch on the um, little entry I made here. And then I'm gonna get a spatula and I'm gonna put some of this in here. I can't wait to taste it. It looks so good. Oh my god, please, I can't. It's delicious. It's a little bit more probably soft than we would want it to be, but this is good enough for us in the house. And I think I was, if I was making it for someone else, I would strain the ricotta for longer. And I would definitely put the um, mixture in for the full two hours. That's the only difference. She's drooling. Oh my gosh. Girl, I'm drooling too. <laughs> it's so bad. This is so good. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let's see how this looks inside. Okay. Hold on a second. There we go. 
comes out of the way. Okay, I'm gonna take, oh, it's, yeah. The hole I made for it is kind of big and it's a little liquidy, but you know what? I think we'll eat it anyway. <laughs> It'll be fine. I don't, I don't think we're gonna turn it away. Um, yeah, that's so pretty. Okay, let me show you how it looks. Done, boom. Now, I think I think I should taste test it. What do you think? Right or not? So there's six of them. So usually it's like two for me, <laughs> two for my mom, and two for my hubby. I don't know if he wants to come out from behind the scenes and help me taste this, or if I should just save him half. Let's see if he's gonna comment or anything. Banana says yes. <laughs> All right, let's see what this tastes like. Where are my plates? Hang on one second. Okay, I'm getting out the paper plates. So, when I take pictures of these and you only see five in the picture, that'll be why. You'll know why. Okay. Let's see what the inside looks like. Oop. Almost lost it. Okay. So, it looks like this. This is so cute. Like, honestly, this could be cute for, like, a little party or dinner party or something but it is a little bit the inside is a little bit softer than you probably would like it to be so definitely put in the fridge for the full two hours okay so there we go that's the inside oh my gosh let's see let's see okay oh it's really good it's really good very messy but delicious and I don't even miss the cannoli shell, you know? Like, if you can get the cannoli shell, fantastic. But if you can't, this is a really good second best thing to do. So, okay, I think these zoodles are also done. All right, my dears. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I'm gonna have to let you go <laughs> because I need to eat some of this delicious food. But it was great chatting with everyone. I really love doing this show and I love talking with everyone and next week we're going to do chicken and broccoli with vegetable fried rice and bubble tea. My friend Carmen Juan is going to um, be on the show with me for the first time ever and she's a little nervous but we're going to show her plenty of love and I know the food is going to be delicious because I've cooked with her before and she's really really a great chef. And also just want to show you this is what the zoodles look like when they're fully cooked. So you can see they're much softer than they originally came out. Alright, so miss you too, Malena. Haven't seen you in years, years and years, but we've always kept in touch. So that is awesome. Alright, have a great evening everyone. I love you guys and thank you again for joining me. And I hope everyone has a delicious dinner. And if you have a chance to try out the recipe, let me know. And um, you know, put up some pictures or whatever. And let me know if you want me to make anything specific in the future. Love you guys. Bye.